Welcome to Freedom Now Travel, Express Yourself, where we talk about experiencing freedom and passion through different kinds of travel. Today, you'll hear my conversation with Matthew Gray from Hawaii. Matthew shares with us his uncommonly colorful and delicious life. Our theme this season is My Life is a Vacation, and Matthew takes a look at how his past has given him a sense of his life as a vacation, and presently, the role he plays in other travelers' lives who come to Hawaii, such that they have a similar experience through their food choices while enjoying their vacation. This is Antonio Goodwin, your host, and you're listening to Freedom Now Travel, Express Yourself. Get ready for takeoff, buckle up, here we go. It's an honor to meet you. I was looking at some of your details and your life is, I love your description of it, is colorful and you say an uncommonly colorful and delicious life. So I love that. So what do you do, Matthew, in your uncommonly colorful and delicious life? Well, what I'm doing now is uh, just a continuation of a very natural kind of evolution of my life. I started young, working in the rock and roll world as a merchandiser. I went on the road with the Eagles and then Pink Floyd and Fleetwood Mac. And I evolved into a chef after going to school in London. And then I became a personal chef for a lot of people in the rock and roll and Hollywood world. And it's led to all the way to this time, some 30 plus years later, where I'm helping people on a daily basis. That's where I'm at. I'm paying it forward and I'm being a part of the world. When you, when you say helping people, what does that look like? Well, right now what that looks like is helping people with their health because I've been a chef my entire life learning about food. And alongside that, I've been learning from scientists about metabolic health. So helping people overcome diseases like diabetes, overcome diseases like obesity, helping people lose weight if they need to do that. Because, you know, half the population in the world is obese and or with diabetes. So I decided after being a chef for so long and feeding people by hand and being a part of their world, their food world, I wanted to be a part of their future world also by helping them improve their health. That sounds awesome that the idea of the future actually being the thing that shows up in our present. What we do connects to how we see what our future will look like. And, and it sounds like you are a major part of people having well-being through health and physical wellness. I love that idea. One of the things that we actually, the main thing for the podcast is travel. So it's Freedom Now Travel. So I'm curious in all of what you've done, especially when you talked about traveling with Fleetwood Mac and some other rockers, what does that look like for you even now in terms of travel? Well, you know, if I were to connect the dots, Antonio, of my life, and the only way you can connect dots is by looking in the rear view mirror as to what you've already accomplished, what mm -hmm. you've done. So travel was a huge part of my life, a huge part of what I wanted to do on a day-by-day -day basis. And I was very fortunate in that I was able to do that for such a very long time. So travel, wanderlust, once it's in your body, just like radio, once it's inside you, it never goes away. And it's something you just want to nourish and nurture. The idea of travel as nurturing, in what way does it show up? That idea of travel as nurturing. Well, personally for me, travel at the moment is not something that's playing out, but these past 20 years or so since I started my company, which is called Hawaii Food Tours, mm -hmm. unfortunately taken down by COVID, 
one of the unfortunate catastrophes that happened to me personally, I was able to connect with people who were traveling to Hawaii. So I would, on a daily basis, feed, educate, and entertain people about the foods of Hawaii, the culture, the language, the architecture, and the backstory. So I was there as a part of their world, all these people who were coming to this foreign land, Hawaii, and be able to introduce them and help them feel comfortable. Yeah, I can see how nurturing travel was for you plays itself out in creating a travel experience for other people in a way that's nurturing for them. Somehow that is threaded in what you're doing even now with other folks for whom travel is a part of their experience in the moment that they're spending time with you. Oh, Um, yeah. You know, travel is something that is just so important and special. It's great to get away from the routine and see new places and learn and listen to new languages and taste food and all of that. So I was a part of that whole animated culture of the, the local that you would get to meet when you were traveling to Hawaii. And it became a real important part for me because after so many years of me traveling elsewhere, I became the personal light force for people who are traveling here. So your area, how long have you been in Hawaii? Is that your native area? Actually, no, I was born in New York. My family moved to Los Angeles when I was 10. They didn't tell me at first, but I caught up with them eventually. And then I moved here in the early 90s. Okay, I gotta, I gotta ask, what does that mean? They didn't tell you, but you caught up with them. As a joke, Antonio. <laughs> <laughs> You never know. I mean, I've met some amazing folks and one never knows what that looks like. So there's always a story behind it. The Matthew, the orphan child left behind, right? <laughs> right. Not, not exactly. <laughs> or it could have been even something more like, ah, I was spending time in an academy. And so later I came. Something, who knows? But I, I have to that. work on my material a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> so you ended up in LA and then from there grew up and at at some point moved after high school to Hawaii or after your travels? Oh, it was well after high school when I moved to Honolulu. So uh, I left high school early to travel with the bands. So I was like 17 years old, did that for about five years, then went to school in London, then moved back to Los Angeles and did my whole personal chefing and opened up several businesses there, all related to food and or entertainment and talk radio. And then I moved here in the 90s when I was, you know, in my 30s. Ah, okay. So then you definitely are a local. That's home for you. They don't call me a local here in Hawaii. They're very, very sensitive and tight with that word. You know, I live here, but I don't know if I'll ever be considered a local, no matter how long I'm here. Ah, I get that. Local is contextualized. I think so, yeah group or person is going to have a particular definition. So I get that. And you get to to be a part of the experience, however, of knowing what it is to add to a community, even not having been born there. But go ahead. Yeah, I've learned a new culture, you know, since coming here and feeling, you know, all, all of the things that you feel when you move to a new place. Not only that, because Hawaii is, you've heard the term melting pot, right? Of course. But I consider Hawaii more of a salad bowl. Mm-hmm. in that there are so many different ingredients, the people and their cultures and their language, but they all remain, even though they're mixed, they all remain with their individual flavor. Mm-hmm. So you can see I use a lot of food-related metaphors when I speak because I would think it really plays into food and travel and people and heart and soul. 
Sounds good. That sounds good. I love it. I love the, the, the connection and the thematic elements that show up around what makes life for you something that is uncommonly colorful and delicious. <laughs> exactly, man. So when I mentioned the idea of this season being a, a conversation about my life is a vacation, what comes to mind? Just that phrase. We're talking about the things that we do. And if you ask me, Antonio, are you happy? And my response would be, yeah, I'm thriving. Yes, I'm happy. My life is a vacation. What would come to mind for you in that regard? Like if you, if you were to say, Antonio, hi, my name is Matthew Gray. My life is a vacation. What would that look like for you? Well, you know, that's interesting that you asked that because the word vacation doesn't necessarily have to mean traveling. So vacation can be an essence or it can be a feeling or it could be a place that's inside. And so if my life were a vacation, it would be the way that I get to interact with people. And that helps me travel the world of minds and souls and things like that, more so than traveling the roads or the highways. Yeah, I love that idea of not having one way to think about vacation. That vacation actually, conceptually, has a lot of different layers to it. And this idea that you just brought up, one way of traveling through others, through others' experiences and being a part of them creating that. Is there anything else that, that shows up around that in terms of how you live your life where you say, you know, this is just great. This is me thriving. The good parts about, you know, what I've been able to accomplish is being able to have that personal satisfaction of interacting with others. So in a sense, I've been on vacation for a long time. Other people might substitute the word vacation with living a retired lifestyle mm -hmm. because it feels effortless and it feels joyful and if you can reach an effortless and joyful place in your life you can maybe substitute the words effortless joyful and there was satisfaction which looked like to me contentment with what you've produced what you are producing with where you are there's something to be said about satisfaction you know when you live long enough and and you've done as many things as i have it kind of is a feeling of satisfaction. And that's in no way to say that there haven't been difficult times because there have been. And there are times when you can't pay your rent and there are times where you get fired and there are times where relationships suffer. But, you know, all in all, even though I've lived a real life, I've had a lot of very artistic and wonderful heart-to-heart -heart satisfaction. That's awesome. We'll pause here for a brief message brought to you by The Interpreted Life, LLC, committed to creating a world where everyone thrives using life design and intentional living. Maybe you or someone you know is figuring out life's next moves while in the midst of a change that you want to make or that you have to make. We coach people through that process by helping them live better, fuller, more extraordinary lives through sustained moment-by-moment -moment thriving. The Interpreted Life, creating a life you love and living that life with passion. For more information, go to www.theinterpretedlife.com. What were some of the challenges, things that show up, things that were unexpected or things that interrupt what you were committed to? What were some of the challenges to getting to a place where you could have effortless joy? 
You know, I definitely don't want our listeners to think that I'm some sort of airy-fairy person who has had an effortless life because it has not been that way, my friend. Yes, challenges happen all the time. Stuff happens in life and you just have to be able to pivot and to move and to be able to think creatively to get past those things because the challenges don't stop coming. Life doesn't stop being hard and you have to you know, deal with your guys getting arrested and put in jail when you're on the road or someone getting sick or sometimes something even worse happens and then you have to continue on. And, you know, it just life is life and it, it, it's no easier for for anybody than, than the next. So it's just, I think you have to have perseverance, persistence and determination is what I always say. Mm-hmm. I have had to kick ass and I have suffered the consequences at times and I've spoken my words honestly as often as possible and you know I have failed at a whole bunch of endeavors and I think that you know at the time that totally sucks but at the same time it helps build your character mm-hmm. do I want to build my character anymore along those lines no I'm, I'm happy being okay without having to build my character it's built up enough so so you know it's just being able to live your life in in an honest and transparent way and and trying to help as many people as you can along the way last thing what would you want to leave folks with having listened to to you in a way that leaves them however you want to leave them what would you want to leave someone with having been in your presence audibly Mm, good question well i effed up a lot Antonio when I was young so you know and so I think just over time when you live long enough you do enough things and you make enough mistakes you know you better start paying attention and learning some techniques because the philosophy ain't going to help you (laughs) I love it it was so real Matthew I appreciate you thank you for being willing to talk about your life and share a little bit and and give people just a little bit of insight into what it what it looks like for you to have lived how you call it, an uncommonly colorful and delicious life. And I will, thank you for having me, man. So I have a couple of questions for you, Antonio. I was just uh-huh. wondering. So how long have you been doing this show? Because it's really cool. It's got a nice niche and it has a good feel. It's been a year. Actually, the first recording was December 24th, two years ago. And what brought you to Mexico City? I wanted to celebrate New Year's Eve outside of the country and it had been my tradition for some time since 2007 then i stopped doing it every year probably after 2014 just either stayed home or spent some time in the u.s for new year's eve and COVID hit so i wasn't going anywhere and this was the perfect time here for a little over a week you know you were just mentioning wanting to be somewhere else for new year's eve there was a day called new year's eve many many years ago where i was in Paris, New York City, and Las Vegas, all on December 31st. Started in Paris on December 31st, flew to New York, and then landed in Las Vegas all on the 31st in time to celebrate, you know, the the ball drop. How cool Uh, is that? So, yeah, three, you know, three different amazing cities around the world in one day. So it just worked out that way, and it was pretty phenomenal. That's great. How was the celebration once you got to, to Las Vegas? Oh, we were so burnt out, but a bunch of our friends met us there. And so, you know, it turns into a party. 
and you know Vegas, right? So Are it's adrenaline good. and it's color and it's just wildly visual. And that was an, an amazing day of travel and a, so cool. one, of the, one of the greatest New Year's Eves ever. <laughs> I love that. That's an amazing story. I love that. Yeah. And anytime you can celebrate New Year's Eve in a foreign land or a different city than where you're living, it's even that much more eventful and fun. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I think that's what I like about it. I think you might have hit on it. I think that being able to be somewhere else when everyone is still back home, that's an adventure and that's a story all by itself, right? Another thing I've always said about travel, it was always about being able to afford to step on an airplane whenever I wanted. That was the definition of being rich. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Life is about where are you satisfied and contented? Right. Most contented? of the time. Most of the time, yeah. Because yeah, nothing's absolute, there is no perfection. Right. And so you just have to allow for those mistakes to happen. And like, hopefully most of the time you're good. That's good. I like that. Most of the time. That's what carries the day. Right. And anybody who says it's all good, it ain't all good. <laughs> it can only be mostly good. Now that one, I don't know. It, <laughs> the mostly good wraps into making it all good. I have it this way. Like Facts of Life say it, says that, you know, the theme song, you take the good, you take the bad, you take them both, and there you have the Facts of Life. I have it that you take whatever we call good, whatever we call bad, and what we have is something that we actually can, can love and, and say it's all good. Yeah. That's yeah. Exactly. I don't know. You know, that's, that's a, that's another take on, right. on that expression for me. <laughs> you know, when people say that, I, I think to myself, it can't possibly be the case, but <laughs> I don't say that to them. <laughs> because, okay. It's mostly good. You, you hear, it's not all good. It's mostly good. Okay. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I think it works. I, I can take that too. I think it works. Good, good, <laughs> it's good, good. good. <laughs> I might even start using that. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Like I said, it's all yours. No royalties. <laughs> <laughs> like Matthew Gray told me this. Right, right. Just drop my name and send them to my website or whatever. Your That's website. Hey, <laughs> no problem at all. Well, thank you. I appreciate your time, Matthew. Thank you, man. It's been fun. And anytime you are coming to Hawaii or need some questions answered about food-related stuff, just let me know. Absolutely. We'll do. I'll have you on speed dial. Excellent. I like that. Good. Do it. Absolutely. Aloha. Aloha. Mahalo. Mahalo. Oh, I'll tell you a funny story about mahalo. You know what mahalo means? I thought it meant thank you. It means thank you. <laughs> but when you come to Hawaii, mahalo is pasted on all trash bins all over the, the state of Hawaii. And so when people first come to Hawaii, they think mahalo must mean trash bin. And it's the most hilarious thing in the world because that's what they automatically think because that's where you see that word. And then finally, when you learn that mahalo means thank you for throwing away the trash, it becomes a whole different experience about language. That is funny. It makes a lot of sense. It's been fun. And anyone who's listening who's going to be traveling to Hawaii, if you want to reach out to me, you can. I will help you with your health. I'll help you with your food choices, with your travel choices, travel hacks, anything related to Hawaii. You can go to my website and I'll take care of you. I just, I'm here to help you out. That's awesome. Thank you. You've been listening to Freedom Now Travel, Express Yourself. You just heard how Matthew Gray makes his life a vacation by supporting travelers to Hawaii through assisting them with their food choices while they vacation. 
He uses his previous travel experiences with different bands and his previous time as a personal chef to inform what eating well in Hawaii could look like for people traveling there as a destination. It makes me think, what way can I, in my daily life, contribute to others so that they experience freedom and passion through their own previous travels, or even through what I share about my travels? I thoroughly enjoyed my conversation with Matthew. Be sure to check him out when you're in Hawaii. This episode was produced by Antonio Goodwin, your host, and Jonathan Murphy. Research and project support provided by our in-house research dynamo, Dr. Katrina Murphy. Be sure to subscribe, find us on any platform where you play your podcasts, or just Google Freedom Now Travel Podcast. And by all means, share it with other people. They want to be inspired by all this freedom and passion through travel too. I look forward to being with you the next time. Ciao for now.